0: He's just like, oh, and then there's these guys. Oh, oh wait, and then there's this. <laughs> Ooh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, No, no, no. But then these guys come in. Oh, it's awesome.
1: This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk.
0: What's up, Move Milkers? Welcome to, Drumroll Jeff. Bam brun. Episode one hundred of the Skywalk. Ciento, baby. The Rise of Skywalker post-game show. Show. In this episode, that's right, we're talking all about... The The Rise rise of Skywalker. Skywalker And almost nothing else. But before we do, social meteors. (laughs) This is where the good move milkers can find us on social media. Milf in that mook. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) I'm sorry. Milking uh, that move. Keeping it in, Jeff. No cuts. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Search for the Skywalk. Skies and Skywalk is in the thing you cook in. Spelled W-O-K. Subscribe there and leave us a review. Spotify, same deal, the Skywalk. Disgracebook. Facebook.com slash The Skywalk. Twitter at the Skywalk. Instagram Bam. The Skywalk. And tell us about Podomatic, Jeffrey.
1: Well, listeners, it's Star Wars Overcoffee.potomatic dot com.
0: And all the other social media, Stitcher, Podbean, Radio FM, and probably some Okay, others. I got to say,
1: Podbean sounds
0: fake. Podbean, I know you have a I don't that. know. You, every time you say it, I'm like, are you sure that's real? Jeff, it's time for YTD Watch. YTD! Yes, Jeff, IG-11 is... Oh, wait, wait. Oh. Before oh. we get into this episode, <laughs> we should make clear, this entire episode is Spoilerific. Spoilerific fun. Spoilers for the Mando, even though we're not really going to get into that today. Spoilers for The Rise of Skywalker. So turn away. And if you haven't seen The Rise of Skywalker twice, like, just don't talk to me. Man, what is it, Jeff? Like, January 1st? It's been a week. Yeah, come on. Come on. Get on it. (laughs) All right. So- IG eleven is back, baby. That's right. That's right. IG eleven came back, and what is my favorite episode, Jeff? Was chapter
1: seven? Because again, when I left after chapter seven, I was like, "Where the heck is that droid?" Yeah. Oh I'm right. Like where oh, right is at the, end the, of the droid? Episode, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Why yeah. didn't
0: he do something? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. now he did. You know, why he, didn't
1: he? he was pro- his, why didn't he protect? I'm just saying. Right, his he, only job was to babysit.
0: Jeff, he was just waiting for the right Imperial Biker Scouts to take <laughs> out his aggression <laughs> on over Baby Yoda, um, and white <laughs> awesome, Waitee, awesome. Jeff, I was incredible. Yeah, yeah. So our next episode is going to be entirely dedicated. We were going to do it today. Okay, but. We decided to move it off to the next episode because The Mandalorian season one- It deserves its own. Was so good. Yeah. Yeah, It deserves an entire episode of its own. So we'll do that next time. But Taika also directed the finale. And what a finale it was, Jeff. Dude, it was like a movie in itself. So good. Speaking of The Mandalorian, we got one news nugget now- and another we'll save for later. Okay, just Jeff, drop it. Here's our first news nugget. You tell me if you're dipping it or flipping it. John Favreau confirmed that season two of The Mandalorian is dipping coming it. in fall 2020. You don't even have to read the rest. Dipping it I'm all, dipping baby. It. Woohoo! Big honking chicken nugget. How can we not have a season two? Oh, this I know. Is,
1: this is the most popular show. Yeah, that's streaming around the world.
0: You know what's great too, and and maybe restores a little bit of my faith in you know the the billionaires. Okay, uh, is that. This was greenlit before we saw season one. Was it? Yeah. He started writing it before season one came out. And it's now been in – they started shooting it like a month ago, which you can't do. Like that has to be set up ahead of time. But then why do we
1: have to wait so long?
0: I know. Well, at least it's fall. Like I'm hoping maybe this time it will be September and not November. Oh, is that what fall means? Yeah. I mean fall, fall. I don't know. Because you
1: know – like, when they say fall, I'm thinking November.
0: Yeah. Well, see, fall in so, New England, Jeff, as you know, the first <laughs> yeah, yeah. time a football hits a field, like the weather drops by 30 degrees. This is true. That's fall. So I'm hoping, like, September, right. early September, we're back in the Mando, baby. Um, and here's a, here's a nice little uh, sub, <laughs> sub nugget. Uh-oh. Deadline reports this. Insiders have hinted that several established characters from the Skywalker saga's feature films mythology will make appearances during the show's sophomore season. Mm. Okay, I'm
1: I'm doing honey mustard on that one. Okay. Not so sure about that.
0: Yeah. That's like lukewarm for I'm you? Still, yeah, I'm still eating it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still dipping that
1: nugget. Dipping. But...
0: Part of this to me is a little bit adoy, right? Like no. obviously they've been trying to mix in little, you know, from cameos to Easter eggs to more yeah. full on, like here's a character that you know. Mm-hmm. So I that's not surprising to me um, that they're saying from the Skywalker saga's feature films mythology. So I don't know if that means yeah. from the films themselves. Which is a mouthful. Or from the myth. Right. It's a mouthful. What does that mean? Or the mythology meaning like expanded universe that kind of surrounds that time there frame. Well, does it mean Boba Fett? Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Does it mean... Jeff, I had a prediction a while ago Mm. that we would see Captain Phasma in this show. Mainly because... Why not? She's so underserved in the trilogy... Like, why not, like, if you're going to tell us that this character is worth something. They already
1: kicked her off on Resistance, man.
0: Which, uh, hey, we'll talk about our prediction that didn't come
1: true. Speaking of Revelations. Yeah.
0: Okay, so. We got to
1: talk about that, too.
0: We're going to save the other nugget for the end because it's Rise of Skywalker related and it's a very future-forward nugget. Mm, Jeff, let's kick it into high gear.
1: All right, finally, we're we're at the moment with our Rise Brett. of Skywalker post game festivities. We Jeff. saw this yes. movie together. Yes, we did. And it is an end of an era, my brother.
0: It sure is. It was wow. momentous. Wow. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, momentous, Jeff. You were decked out in full. <laughs> yes, Lando. I was. Oh man, you looked and amazing. Listen,
1: you're only. I'm only going to let you imagine <laughs> how amazing this outfit was put together. I was a combination of old man Lando yes with young man Lando
0: (laughs) (laughs) the Jeff of Lando's past present and future wait so you say you're only going to let them imagine means I take that to mean you're not going to let me post photos hell (laughs) no absolutely not Uh, Jeff the drinks okay what did you do for drinks Mm. because I know what we said we were going to do yes What I wanted to do was bring a can of Gravitas from Night Shift Brewing, which I didn't get to pick up any of those until after seeing the movie. Okay. So what I did instead is I snuck in a bottle of Blue Label Johnny Walker. I noticed that, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which was great. I recommend that for anyone. So here's the thing. It's wintertime in New England. Although I think it may have mellowed you out a little. I I was super mellow. Okay. I was super chill. Yeah. Like, this is the thing. You got to at least perk up a little bit. Wintertime in New England, you can wear the puffiest jacket you want. Yeah. Inside, I got a little pocket that unzips. Okay. The whole bottle fits in there because it's a small bottle. Right. Right? And then what you do is you get a plastic cup. Or a flask. And you can just put it in your sleeve and like pull your hands in because people do that when they're cold anyway. Yeah. So I did have a shot of bourbon yep. before I got to the theater. Okay. okay,
1: And it was good.
0: Yeah. Now, you didn't have anything else after, did you?
1: Um, After the movie, no. Mm. Like during? During the movie. I did slip some... Uh, Malibu into my uh,
0: oh nice
1: into my cherry slush
0: okay wow which was good huh yeah you need uh, it's you, very good you I need a Star Wars name for that drink mm. you know like a good Star Wars character cherry slush with Malibu pun name we gotta we'll come up with something for that all right anyway maybe the move milkers can tell us a name for yeah. Jeff's new invention so
1: again I did follow my policy. Yeah, drink and a half. I followed know.
0: mine, which was like two solid drinks. Okay, for this movie, All right? I think uh, I think it was I think it was the right amount for yeah. me. You know, I could have done two and a half, maybe. Yeah. But um, and so I'll tell people. Let's start here, Jeff. Okay. I'm going to share my impression of the movie. Before you
1: do that, though, d- talk about your pregame preparations. What did you actually end up doing?
0: Well, here's the thing. I knew I, – I managed to avoid – I did the whole social you media. some
1: different things this time? The
0: social media shutdown was in full effect. Okay. I avoided everyone's take. Jeff, you know I was going around the office proactively. Like, people would Tell say – Tell me, don't talk to me. People would be like, hey, man. And I'd be like, shut up. Don't say anything. <laughs> and and I was literally having to, like, warn people. I should have worn a – we should make a T-shirt. Yeah. That's just like, don't talk to me about Star Wars. <laughs> and then it's reversible. <laughs> Because then immediately after the movie ends, Let's it's like talk. the complete opposite, right? Yeah. Never shut up about Star Wars. Okay. So I did I did, that. I did avo-
1: avoid a few minds.
0: Okay. Yes. So I w- was able to go in okay. with no spoilers. All right. No reviews. No impressions. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I had okay. absolutely. Now, what was
1: your first impression of the fact that we had to wait 30 minutes to actually see
0: the start of the movie? Oh, you mean like for trailers and stuff? Yeah. Oh, I didn't care. Okay. I was just having fun, man. All right. I was enjoying the moment. Did you appreciate any of the trailers that were there? I don't even remember them. Me neither. Like, I completely ignored <laughs> them. Right. Well, I mean, we were, like, talking back and forth half the time anyways. Yeah, but there
1: were, like, real trailers. I mean, like, oh, okay, I do remember one. Was there one. a good one? Doolittle. <laughs> How's that the one you remember? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one, man.
0: Uh, I feel like there was a good
1: action one. You no, know, no, Ro- Robert Downey Jr., he's, re- he's memorable.
0: There was also, like, a ridiculous Fast and Furious-style trailer, was I there? seem to remember. But I don't no. remember what it was for. No. I don't know. So, uh, all right, so- All right, So anyway. And I genuinely went into the movie- Okay. And you're with, with your daughter and your wife. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I had, truly, Jeff, right. zero expectations. Not, sure? not negative. All right. I was just kind of neutral. Mm. Because I'm, part of this for me, and this is kind of the weird experience of this trilogy, okay. is that like Force Awakens was its thing and The Last Jedi was its thing. The Last Jedi almost felt like a conclusion- Okay. So, in some ways, to me, this felt like the end game of this Star Wars trilogy. Where, to me, like Infinity War had this amazing ending, mm-hmm. um, and of course, you knew it wasn't really over. See, that's
1: that's the thing.
0: And then, and this is okay. kind of felt the same way, where it was mm-hmm. like this is just like a bonus
1: movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, All right. Interesting. Now, when the when the, when the Lucasfilm cr- logo comes on screen. All right. And a galaxy, you know, and a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Mm -hmm. And the opening crawl. Like, I just explode. Every time. Like, I was so giddy. I'm just looking at my kid and we're just, like, shaking our fists and freaking out. Yeah, Yeah. And it was amazing. The crawl... Uh, we're not going to go through this scene okay. by scene, <laughs> all right? Right, all right? But it kind of cracked me up because we talked about this after. It felt the dead speak. Yes, it felt like the Clone Wars intro. Yes, it did. War. <laughs> you know, it was like okay. Um, that, you know that I'm was, working with it. That I'm was working different. With it. Yeah, yeah. It felt like a Clone Wars intro. Okay. Um, overall, mm-hmm. I did not love the movie. Okay. And um, give it to me straight. If if you really want to know why, because here's the thing, I don't feel like sharing any of my negative opinions with anyone, at least not people who enjoyed the movie, Mm -hmm. because I have no desire, and this is what cracks me up about the toxicity that's happened over the last few years, is like, there's been a lot of people who don't want you to enjoy Mm -hmm. a movie because they don't enjoy it.
1: Yeah. The problem is a lot of them don't even want you to give it a chance.
0: Right. So. Right. And so, and, and I know people are doing that with this movie too. Mm-hmm. There's kind of the opposite thing happening, right? The thing is I have no desire. So somebody came into work last week and was just like, oh man, it was great. What did you think? And i was like, uh, you just said it was great. So I don't want to tell you what I didn't like <laughs> because I don't want you to feel that way. Yes. So my kid loved the movie. I'm not going to tell she? her. Yeah, she loved it. I think she felt like it was the best movie she'd ever seen. And, like, so what am I going to do? Be like, oh, well, actually it wasn't. Like, no. because, hmm, so, and, and the thing is, it's subjective.
1: But are you sure it's not just because this was the first movie she was able to sit through entirely without uh, needing a bathroom break?
0: No, you know, she pulled that off for the last Jedi as well. She did. She loved that movie too though. Okay. I mean, this is there's a thing with kids, Jeff. It's just right. like every movie is the best movie until the next you know. movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it was a fun time. And the thing is, I genuinely had fun watching the movie. I enjoyed okay. watching it. So that. it was fun. It's a thrill ride. It has okay. awesome, incredible action. So I want to focus it feel yeah.
1: like a ride at Disney Disney World.
0: Yes, it did. Okay. Yes, it felt like 83 rides at Disney World. Yes, it did. <laughs> but that's another story. Um so, right. so I don't know, Jeff. So you know, overall, you know that I have some negative uh, negatives about the movie. Yes, I don't particularly want to talk about them. Okay, uh, unless we feel like if you want to extract those from me <laughs> at some later date, that's fine. Well, I think there should there should be an examination
1: analysis sure, of sure of our opinions exactly. But I think yeah. right now the listeners just want to know right. overall what was what was your what was your take my take your hot take okay so two, my, i'm giving you 2 minutes okay
0: okay here we go here we go um i i have a couple of hot takes all right one is that so there's this thing that's being presented as a foregone conclusion okay and that jj started yeah. which is like well we're not just closing a trilogy we're finishing off nine movies mm-hmm. false premise no one asked you to do that <laughs> No one expects you to do that. You okay. don't have to do that. Okay. You can come up with a satisfying conclusion using the characters you have now, mm-hmm. that don't need to justify everything that's happened from the Phantom Menace on, or even the other stuff. Because there's, I mean, and I love that there's stuff thrown in. Rebels, rebels, resistance. I want the ghost to be there from rebels. Okay. I want ships from resistance to be in there, and they are, and that's great. What and I'm you talking did want about to hear Ahsoka's voice, to saying that the story itself. Mm. Has to incorporate things from all other eight movies. I don't buy that. Like, mm. I, I don't, I think that's a mistake. Even the comics. Yes, right. I think that's a mistake. You have two movies before this. That's the arc that you need to close. So that, that's my first point, Jeff. Point one. That's point number right. one. Um, you're, you're, also, you I got
1: 45 seconds left. Go ahead.
0: I just feel like J.J. Abrams didn't believe enough in his own fandom mm. to write this movie, to where he had to hire Chris Terrio to come in. And basically just dive into the expanded universe, Star Wars lore, whatever you want to call it. Now, Brett, tell me the background on that. Well, so he came in. Chris Terrio, he's a writer. He's done some things that are great, like Argo. Okay. He's done things also like Dawn of Justice and Justice League mm-hmm. that are not so great. Mm. So we didn't know what to expect, right? Okay. So JJ basically had said, hey, I need someone who's really steeped in the Star Wars lore to come in and help me write this movie. Mm -hmm, He gets mm -hmm. Chris Terrio, who does that. Okay. Okay. You know, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But I kind of feel like, to me, J.J. abdicated his responsibility as a Star Wars fan... And maker of this movie. Interesting. And yeah. so, I, Jeff, you know that I likened this mm-hmm. to a checkdown in football, yes. right? So the quarterback, he's looking around. He's kind of toast. He's about to get crushed. So what does he do? He dumps it off to a running back. Oh, but guess what? He's about to get crushed too. So now all you did was put him in a bad spot because you were in a bad spot. Yeah. And I kind of feel like that brings me to the bigger point, which is if you don't like the movie, if you felt like it was rushed because it did feel like – it was a lot of stuff to cram into episode nine. Mm-hmm. If you feel like there was too much of a disconnect between episode seven, episode eight, and episode nine, you're probably right. You know, it's subjective again. But if you do feel that way, just remember who to actually blame and it's not JJ Abrams or Chris Terrio or Ryan Johnson. Nope. And it's not Kathleen Kennedy either. Nope. It goes all the way to the top. It goes all the way to the top to the people who said, Hey, we just bought we just bought Lucasfilm. You need to make three movies in the next four years.
1: Not make. I mean, they had two years each. Which brings me back to one of our first, first podcasts. Yes. Where we said, Brett, Jeff, what do you hope they do now that this tr- trilogy has been greenlit, and right. that, and w- now that we know yep. that the Force Awakens is going to be made. Yeah. And we said, just
0: give it time. That's it. Well, give, wait.
1: Give the give the creative teams enough time to complete a full story
0: arc. Exactly. Well, so and while I'll say keep this- going, Keep going, just to, to kind of finish that off. Yeah. Because what, what it feels like in this movie to me mm. is that JJ tried to squeeze in episode eight, version 2.0 mm-hmm. into episode nine, uh-huh. and then a whole story for episode nine on top of it. Yes. So if that's what you wanted to do- that's fine, J.J. probably should have made eight. Mm-hmm. We know that J.J. could not make episode eight because they were in too much of a hurry. And he Bam. he said it himself, there's an interview, we can provide this for you, move milkers out there. J.J.'s like, I'm getting off the train and the other train's already leaving the station. Like that's what happened when he was finishing Force Awakens, everything was already kicked into full gear. Mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson had already been writing The Last Jedi. So it's like, if you wanted to do what J.J. wanted to do in episode nine, you prob- like you should be able to do some of those things in episode eight. Or at least hint. Right. Hint at it, right? Like if there was some notion of a dark presence coming from the unknown Mm. regions and talk about this evil rising that whatever. But to just dump it on us all of a sudden, right, at the beginning of the movie, for me, like it's a little bit of a disconnect there. It it feels like in this trilogy they had managed to, again, kind of reacting to the prequels Mm. where they were saying, you know what? We need to establish more of a reality. We need to have something that's a little more grounded in some ways. Maybe just on a personal level with the characters, focus more on them. Mm-hmm. But then, when you know, when you introduce something like Emperor Palpatine, all of a sudden, out of thin air, like and I, I, a lot of stuff that they did with it was really cool. Yeah. yeah. The Final Order, Jeff. Yeah. This totally amazing makes sense. fleet. It's fantastic. It's just that it came out of nowhere because you couldn't. You know, the, the maker of this movie was not afforded the opportunity to kind of build this up or to even just have everybody on the same page. If you're going to do this, you need to at least be able to sketch out the trajectory of the arc for the three movies. There we go. Even if certain things change along the way, you kind of always knew where it was headed. Now I know like he'll kind of retcon and say like, Oh, well mm-hmm. we kind of always knew we were, no, you did not know you were bringing the emperor back. You didn't. You did not know. Like, and, and it's fine. You and, know.
1: Then, and then it's, it's, it, I would say this, Yeah. that it was a complete knockoff of the dark shadows empire.
0: Jeff, we Knows. called that. We called and Dark we knew, Empire. We
1: knew this was yeah. going to happen. And so if, yeah. So here's here's my my take, mm-hmm. Brett, is that I did like the movie. However, I will say that my expectations were so low that <laughs> – So low. <that laughs> there you go. They were so low that I only expected a few things, and those few things happened yep. so that I felt okay. And okay. the few things were, number one, Don't kill Chewie, which (laughs) there there was a moment where I almost walked out of the theater. Jeff was almost
0: out.
1: You know, again, spoilers, but still. Right. If if you're listening to this. Yeah, we told you this, people. Your fault. Your fault. So I was like, don't kill Chewie. Don't kill off R2-D2. Yep. Thank goodness. Right. And give the original trilogy characters a proper send off.
0: Yes. So I was like, okay.
1: So I was like, if you you could do that Mm -hmm. right. Yep. You didn't mess up the entire franchise. Right. And this, unfortunately, because it's JJ, I thought that that was a possibility. I thought it was possible. Oh, yeah. That- for him to mess up the entire franchise. Not just this movie, right. but the entire franchise. Right.
0: There was virtually nothing we would put past him, right? Like, there so, were things that we were talking about, like, oh, <laughs> this would be awful, yeah.
1: but, but he, he could happen. He might
0: do it. Yeah. Oh, and I want to say, Jeff, that. So,
1: for, from that, oh, well, go, j- I'll just finish. Go ahead. But from that standpoint, I was just so happy that I was able to walk out of the movie just thinking you know what okay at least he didn't mess it up yeah and so i someone asked me well what would you give it from a 0 to 10 and i said well when i walked out of the movie i thought it was a solid 6.5 okay right which yeah. again under normal circumstances that's a d
0: yeah. <laughs> right? So like
1: let's let's be you know, let's be real.
0: Wow. Like, I was I was truly looking at it with rose colored glasses because I wasn't even you know, thinking D. So, yeah. so six
1: I mean, you know, like when you're grading somebody on a yeah. scale, yeah. you give if you get a sixty five on a test, mm-hmm. that's a D, man. Yeah. Like now, technically that's passing. Right. Right? <laughs> so I said, Okay, yeah, it's for me it's a solid six point five. But then I was like, you know what? I give it an extra point Ooh. because he didn't mess up the franchise. When you so say point
0: 6.6 6 or 7.5? No, no, 7.5. Okay. So I brought it up right. to
1: a 7.5 Okay, because he didn't mess up the entire franchise. I can still go back yeah. and look at every single right. Star Wars saga movie right. and say, okay, yes, There's holes. Yeah. But can I still kind of follow along and do I still want to watch the whole thing together? Yeah. And yes, I still do.
0: That's funny because I think I would go with the six – for me, it probably would be 6.5. Yeah,
1: that's what I mean. I I, I think you're – so I don't don't think it's beyond the pale to say that your thing might be 6.5.
0: And I think it's something that almost always goes without saying is that I don't think we acknowledge the fact that in our minds, there are things that happen in the movies that are canon. Yeah. That we don't deliberately, we're not like petitioning to be removed. But there's certain things that don't click with every, with mm-hmm. each individual. Yeah. There's certain things that I kind of look at I'm like, yeah. And I'm not saying in my mind, like, I'm, in my mind, I'm kind of saying I don't buy that. Like certain certain things that happen in the story. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not saying that's not canon. It's just kind of like those are parts. Those are things that don't resonate with me, and other things do. Yeah. And so, you know, to quote Rose Jeff, <laughs> you know, we fight for <laughs> what we love. <laughs> Right, we're not fighting. We're not, we're not oh, killing the things you know, that we
1: hate. I, so we, we do. We got we got to pour That's out. That's another water. story for. We another need to show. pour yeah. out some water for Rose. Can man. I just talk about a thing? Like, I think she was done wrong. I got to tell you, <laughs> like, like I, I know. Yeah, I, there you. Wow. I I, I want to Maya culpa on this. Yeah, I was one of the proponents who said we need to get rid of her character because it didn't make sense. Right. But I didn't think
0: for you to were going to do her this badly wow, in this movie. <laughs> wow. That's something, Jeff. Like, I well, feel bad for her. So there's a lot of hate being thrown JJ's way right now oh, okay. over this character. Wow. Now, to present to tr- to attempt to present a balanced viewpoint of this issue, uh-huh. um, so JJ has given the reason of – they they did film more scenes with Rose than really? ended up in the movie. This is true because huh. it's been. Uh, I don't remember if like the tell footage. Me she had
1: more than a conversation.
0: Yes, she did, and mm-hmm. she had a like a conversation with Ray, I think. And there's, I think there was actually no photos released of that of stuff that's been cut. So like you can prove that like yes, she was originally in it a little more. Okay. I still don't think she was in it much, mm. and I went back after this movie. I just watched the Last Jedi again, and honestly, Jeff. I, it is one of my absolute... It might be in my top three Star Wars movies of all time. Mm. And... But I...
1: But... And do you think that she was given a, a clear role? Like, my, my point is well, her I, role is important.
0: I say that to say... In the Last Jedi. That she is very important in The Last Jedi. Yeah. And, and to not have a role in this movie is strange. But at the same time... Mm-hmm. See, I love the idea of Rose. Okay. And... You know, J.J. Abrams was quoted as saying that Rose was perhaps the best thing Ryan Johnson did. He said he said all great things about The Last Jedi okay. all along um, while acknowledging the difficulty creatively of handing things yeah. back and forth.
1: And I thought her character was great yeah. until they did the whole love thing.
0: Right. Well, you so I mean? even before like, that to me, I didn't yeah. think – I don't know if it was she, the she acting. She did not have to
1: proclaim her love for Finn. Like that did not need to happen.
0: I don't think her acting was particularly good in The Last Jedi. Okay. And I think when you pair that with the fact that she is kind of demansplaining Finn, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's no doubt about it. But see, and, and to me, I love that. Yeah. I love that, you know, and, and Haldo doing the same thing with Poe. Yeah. Where it's like you have stuff to learn, and I'm the one who's going to teach you. And you know, I know there were people. There was the one faction of people who don't like Mm. the men all being taught a lesson by the women. So that's like one faction of people. Yeah, there's different aspects to this. To me, Haldo was a much better character, and she was a more defined character. Mm. Rose, I I don't know. There's something about her acting and her dialogue that just was a little off at times (laughs) for me. So I I don't necessarily think. This was be- – I do think that J.J. completely downplayed Rose. Oh, yeah. And I definitely no, think no, no. it was Dude, intentional. He, he,
1: he like took a hacksaw out of that character.
0: I cannot complain about a director coming in for the very thing I just said about Ryan Johnson. He's given a job. Make the best, most compelling story you can tell. And if you don't think that character is particularly compelling – And adds to the story. I can't criticize you for that. Absolutely. Right? Now, people on the other hand will say, yeah, but he added – Dominic Monaghan or whatever, that dude, who now has a bigger role. He's the dude from Lord of the Rings and Lost. Oh, I One know, the, right? Like, like now because you because now you gave him a bigger role <laughs> than I was, her. I was like, what the heck is he doing? And he's a like, noob. Where's he coming from? Right. What I do want to say though, I I and don't was, think
1: was he in Last Jedi? N- no. So why is he even talking about the whole right. and, and How why, does he even know
0: about it? Why is he here at all? Mm. Right. So mm. you like you, so so I see the criticism of like you could have At least given her that role.
1: And I still have problems with Mas Kanata.
0: What I don't think happened, Jeff. Kanata Mas. I don't think it was a racial or gender thing at all. Okay. Because you don't sideline an Asian-American female character. Just because. And then add a black female character to the story, right? Like that that doesn't jive with this being some sort of racial thing. But that Okay, you're making a good point, though. Did Jenna... Does her character take over for Rose? She kind of did in this movie, right? Right. She's the one who's talking with Finn. And the thing is, it's kind of like just now you just have another Finn. Mm-hmm. Because that's basically the role she serves, which is that interesting? I'm the female version of Finn. At least with Rose, they're polar opposites. Yeah. They're so different. With binoculars that I don't believe she can see through. But Jeff, quick question. Either. All right, go ahead. Jana <laughs> or Zori Bliss? I mean, they're both so dope like come on now.
1: I mean, I mean so so here's the Okay, thing. Jeff, I'm adding so, a 0.
0: 0.5. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so here, here's the thing. I, this movie's a 7 now. I also yeah. also made Copa yeah. on on talking about the horses on a ship. That actually worked.
0: It kind of did. So it worked for me. Yeah. So i was like
1: okay. It didn't bother me. You know, it I was I was super skeptical, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. listeners, you know how I felt about this. Yeah. I thought why are we putting horse manure on ships? But it's it's fine. <laughs> It's fine because they made it work. The Hald and- the hauled manure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. Yo, come on, put it up, man. Mm. What up? That um, was good. That was no, good. it didn't bother me. Yeah, yeah. But dude, Loved did it. she? I don't think she shot a single arrow. Did she? I would. No, no. I I thought for sure she did it at least once. I, don't, I I feel like I never remember one landing. Jeff, yeah. Is there any doubt? I'm more convinced than ever. Mm. That she will receive some sort of a spin off thing or she will be included in something.
1: Well, you did hear JJ's quote. Which one? The one where he explains the scene at the end with Lando.
0: Oh, okay, let's get into that.
1: So she's talking with Lando at the end. Oh yeah, he clarified. And everyone yeah. thought that it was kind of weird because you got this old guy talking to this young girl and he's like, so how you doing?
0: Yeah.
1: And she's like, well, where are you from? She's yeah. like, I don't know, I don't know who my parents are. And he's like, well, let's find out, baby. Hello, what have we here? And you know, it was just kind of weird the way he said it. And I was like, ooh, I'm getting kind of creepy and weird about this. But <laughs> Plus, then, don't
0: forget, he's already set up as having like a rolling desert love nest. Yeah. Right so <laughs> yeah. I mean were there like beaded curtains in there Jeff <laughs> Like a, just, You know what I love Dude the multicolored smoke I've told you how much I love the Lego freemakers show okay. You have to watch the episode from season 1 that goes to Cloud City okay. because Lando has a okay. lava lamp <laughs> No he doesn't He does and it, a lava lamp I won't tell you the rest. You Whoa. you I know you're gonna watch this Whoa. now. So I won't tell you anything. So okay. To go with that, JJ finally explains
1: because everyone was creeped out by that scene. Right. He was like, Oh, well actually the reason why we're talking about this is because the reason Lando stayed on that planet is because he had a daughter on the planet and he was looking for her. Right. And apparently she had been kidnapped by the first order when
0: she was two years old. When she
1: was two years old. Yeah. And so Janna could be that person.
0: Right. Yes. <laughs>
1: All right. Anyway, anyway,
0: um, I love Jenna. <laughs> yeah, like man. So
1: great character, uh, Zori Bliss. Yep, loved her. Me too. So and, and like. So did Poe. All the apparently, <laughs> apparently, like uh, all the, all their they actually had chemistry. Yeah, and she never took her helmet off. Dude, like, let me. Yeah, I know.
0: And she only reveals her beautiful eyes. Jeff. Yeah. Like, oh my. <laughs>
1: Okay, that was a good moment. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. It was a good moment. Um, <laughs> come, come back to us, Come Sorry, sorry.
0: Uh, I got to say, right. uh, watching the press tour for this movie, right? I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I I, need to make a meme. I need to make a meme. You know the scene where um, where Kylo and Rey mm-hmm. are pulling the lightsaber apart uh-huh. from The Last Jedi? So okay. I'm the lightsaber. All right, <laughs> and Jana's <laughs> on one just... <laughs> side, and Zori Bliss is on the other. Do you think she skyrocketed up the list? Which one, Zori or, or Jana Zori. They both did. They both. I mean, like this. Is what do I'm you know saying. what list I'm talking about? Yes. About. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. I don't need to explain this. I right? do. <laughs> like they just they're at the top of the list. Really? Um. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you. While, on the topic of things that we love, okay. I want to I want to continue with some more things I love. All right. What are some more things? The transference of physical objects through the force—that was super cool. I think that was a terrific evolution mm-hmm. of the force skill that was introduced in the Last Jedi. So, Jeff, I, uh, Jeff, I guess there's there's something that I referred to. That that's something that the Last Jedi laid groundwork. For. Yes. I love that, that they fulfilled and JJ in this movie. brilliantly kept that going yeah. and took it into a place that I bet you Ryan Johnson would not have expected. So there's the scene in the Last Jedi yeah. when Rey is in the rain and mm-hmm. Kylo's indoors and his glove is wet from the rain. Exactly. So it's already been established, and that's the thing. So I guess that's what you know. When there were things I didn't like, it's because they were just kind of smacked in your face Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and whereas that was something where the groundwork had been laid already. We were ready for it. I wish JJ had more of an opportunity to do Mm -hmm. that. Or to work more in unison with Ryan Johnson, yeah. so that they could kind of figure things out together. Anyway, uh, but I loved that, and I thought those scenes were maybe the best scenes in the movie. When you know, when they're fighting in two different places, yep. and you're actually seeing both places, and then physical objects are kind of tipping the other one off to where they are. Mm-hmm. That was wonderful.
1: And to go with that, I think that leads to this other part. I yeah. thought the acting. By Kylo Ren yes. and Ray was amazing. Awesome. Like these guys, incredible. finally, they finally had the incredible. chemistry that they needed to yeah. have, yeah. In order to act really good,
0: yes. And I th- see. I think they did in the Last Jedi. Yeah. I think their acting was incredible in that. I think mm. their acting was incredible in this movie as well. I, I, well, think, I thought
1: the kiss was awkward.
0: Well, I, and, I, and I, I don't put that on them. You know, that's <laughs> Jeff. There is a whole crazy theory, <laughs> okay, about that scene that we won't even get into. But if you want to go look just into... scene. The, the Ray Lowe's are on it in full force. <laughs> Someone cut okay. together that scene in different order. Really? The, I'm going to just tell you. Because, man, this is what it's all about, baby. <laughs> all right, all right. Come on. Uh, they recut it. Slack it to me. So, Ray dies. Kylo brings her back. Kylo dies. And then is when you see Leia disappear. You know, she's underneath the sheet because she already died. Ooh. That's when she disappears. Creepy. Which gives Kylo his life back. And then they both stay alive together, Jeff. Is that mind-blowing? So the, somebody just recut it that way, but they believe okay. that that's the way it was originally written. Huh. The one thing that I find does huh. support this theory okay. is the fact that then they show Maz who smiles, which doesn't make sense... If it's like Leia just died and her son just died, so now I'm gonna grin ear to ear, <laughs> like no, no, okay. So I, w- which it, again, p- get,
1: that points to a negative for me. Okay, which is why is Maz Kanata there, <laughs> and why is she grinning? Yeah.
0: That won't, Jeff. She will always be the fly. Like, Why in your is she ointment. happy about that? Like right. It, well, that's why I think it only make it would make a ton of sense if it's because she just gave her life so that Kylo could live then it would make sense because then it's a feel-good, like, wow, everybody got what they wanted. You know, again, there's issues with, like, letting Kylo live. Can he actually be redeemed even though he slaughtered so many people and all that? Um, Another thing I want to say in J.J. Abrams' defense is that the scene on top of the Death Star ruins where, okay, so Han appears and everybody in the theater is like, W.T., you know what? Um, Because, like. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the dude. That's true. That the, is true. The dude, he's not force sensitive at all that anyone knows of and how would he be coming back through the force or whatever, which he wasn't. It no. was explained. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a they memory. Figured out. You're just, just imagining You're just me. talking to me. Okay. Yeah. Now, some people found that a little clunky. Yeah. It was a very nice touch of for me. I liked it. Yeah. And I think, though, had Carrie Fisher been alive- I'm pretty sure that would have all been her. Yes. Right? Because then That's you don't the need to bring Han in. You can have Carrie Fisher saying, Carrie Fisher, who sensed his death, who knows everything he was feeling at that moment, could just tell him, your father loved you even then. You know, which he knew because Han even did then. the thing on the cheek and yeah, everything. It yeah, was yeah, a beautiful know. scene. But um, so I, I think Good acting there, by the way. If you have a problem with that scene, I would just say like, you know, he didn't have Carrie Fisher Which available. is, I would say, some of the most
1: talking that Harrison Ford has done in Star Wars.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it, that was a good scene. Yeah. I, I liked it.
0: And he had to take time out of making The Secret Life of Pets too. Yeah.
1: To me, those were moments where it was, it was like J.J. saying, okay, this is what I would have done if I was doing
0: it. Right. Yeah. And again, I, so it, we're saying this, I love The Last Jedi. So mm-hmm. I'm super happy that we have that movie. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, and again, what I'm saying is like either give Ryan Johnson the whole trilogy mm-hmm. or give J.J. J. Abrams the whole trilogy, just something. Or just Just put them in a room together. Just put them in a room together, you know. That's (laughs) all it really takes. And I know they talked. They talked, (laughs) but it was very brief. We we know that, um, for example, before JJ finished the Force Awakens, Ryan Mm -hmm. Johnson already asked if he could have R two. Be the one who goes with Rey to find Luke, yeah, because that set up what he was doing in the Last Jedi. So there are a couple of little things like that, and I think JJ may have done the same thing with the okay. Last Jedi, although I'm not sure because the JJ coming on for Episode Nine thing was a little bit That's late. So anyway, um, more things that I love: right. the Knights of Ren, their ship. Yeah, the ship was cool. Having terrible toxic emissions in space. Yes. Jeff, I laughed out loud. <laughs> and not one of those ways. So like I don't like straight up pollution, man. Like the people who you know, a lot of people who don't like The Last Jedi, I don't like some of the jokes, and I'm actually with them on that. Okay. I didn't like the Hux Mama jokes at the beginning. Like it just it felt a little out of place. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with humor. Um, and the iron thing where oh, they yeah, come down yeah, yeah, and iron yeah, yeah. the clothes mm-hmm. like I'm again I that love humor silly. in Star yeah, Wars yeah.
1: but like that was forced
0: yeah that was almost parody which that's what I think that people find out of place and I agree with yeah. like See, I this don't want to be watching
1: Spaceballs while I'm watching Star Wars our
0: good friend Brendan okay. um, he felt that the Knights of Ren's ship having exhaust fumes in space was uh, like a little too on the nose I think is the way he put oh, it so okay. he didn't like it I loved it I thought, I it, was thought it was great, genuinely yeah. brilliant I thought because it's it makes sense and in the uh, art of the Rise of Skywalker, no, not the art of, because that got delayed. Another suspicious thing, Jeff, Ooh. that suggests maybe some things were changed late in the game. But anyways, <laughs> um, in the Rise of Skywalker visual dictionary, mm-hmm. it explains that basically the Knights of Ren retooled this ship, which was actually screwing up some of the, you know, this is why the engines are admitting, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know. But I just thought that was fantastic. Toxic gas. They reminded me, like, dude, everybody went to high school with a couple of kids Pretty probably Goth kids, mm-hmm. maybe didn't shower all that much. Mm. Like this is the Knights of Ren. I remember. Of course, on the downside, the Knights of Ren did literally nothing in this movie. I'm, I am at it such a loss for words <laughs> at how you could have something so cool
1: and just flub it away,
0: and just I don't know.
1: Yeah, this is what I tried to figure out. Mm-hmm. Were the Knights of Ren just? Armorsmiths.
0: Well, I just think nobody still you know mean? knows.
1: Like, who the heck was making that?
0: Uh, who made the helmet? Who, that, who put it back little, together? That little dude. That yeah, little, little monkey chimp. dude. Yeah, the yes. chimp. So, again. Yeah.
1: Are the He's Knights, a bad chimp, Jeff. Are the Knights of Rand chimps.
0: Did you know that Michael Jackson's chimp was, like, psychotic? Have you heard this story? No. Okay. First well, time. I think this is basically who created, <laughs> you know, who, who reconstructed Kylo's helmet. <laughs> He found a new job. He's like a dark Sith chimp, Jeff. Yeah. Which is cool, man. Like, Like, I I got no problem with that. I didn't know those even exist. I I think that was pretty awesome. And again, the Knights of Ren were awesome. They look awesome. And then ghouls. I didn't Um, know
1: ghouls were in space.
0: And they're not ghouls. Like, so that was one of those things where, you know, uh, that was also great. Let me say, you know, we said before, like, let's just have J.J. have fun. Just do it. With this movie. And he totally did. Yeah. And I really respect that. This movie was a fun ride. Yes. Absolutely. And it's it's never boring. Yeah.
1: And uh, the second time around, yeah. I did I did miss time things and I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so Jeff. And I actually even though it was the second time, I still felt like I was missing it, man. That's
0: almost as egregious as underutilizing the Knights of Ren. Almost. Almost. But um but I love that they were there. Like whenever they're on screen, the score yeah. changes and it's like really scary. And the second Chewy walks out. And the Knights of Rain appear in frame, like you get chills. Like, yeah. oh no. Like, I think I yelled like, oh, out wow. loud. Yeah, you did. Oh no. You did. You did. <laughs> I remember that. No, Chili.
1: Man, when, yeah. when Chili. Chili. When, <laughs> left eye. Yeah. When Chewie. t When they show Chewie is dying and it's because of Ray.
0: I thought that scene was I great was like, too.
1: Oh, man. Literally
0: everybody yeah. gasped. That was one time in the movie where I thought JJ showed some real thermal detonators. <laughs> 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 but let's keep going. Uh, the yellow Colons. lightsaber. The yellow lightsaber of Ray's own construction. Mm. Love it. Love it. Awesome. The yellow's my favorite color. It looks like it's part of her staff. Yeah. Like she built it from that, which is also super cool, yeah. which means it could also be a double-sided blade. That's what I'm thinking. Or she could have two of them. Who I, knows? No, I think it's very
1: close. So the lightsaber that's in KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic. Yep, The Bastilla Sean she's the actually the main character and her lightsaber is a double double-sided yellow saber
0: ah, which is awesome
1: yes. on multiple levels
0: two things yeah. one i can't believe you remembered that character's name i know but number Somehow. two is there any way that they will not revisit this character like to me Absolutely. no way like yeah. there's no Why way they're they? not bring coming back to ray so i mean but
1: they're going to come back to her and she's going to be like 55
0: okay I, mean, I think that's what's going to happen. I think it won't even be like that. I think no. what's going to happen is we're going to find out some things. She's the new Grandmaster. Maybe as soon as over the next month, mm. they've hinted about what the ne- what the next thing will be cinematically for the Star Wars universe, well, and we know about Papa all the Jean's shows.
1: finally gone? Is he? Who's the new enemy? No
0: one's ever really gone, Jeff. <laughs> but I, I think what you'll see is maybe all this other stuff will happen over mm. the next ten years, and then they come back to it.
1: Now, one part where I did like it, even though they made parody of uh, or made fun of the, you know, fun of Star Wars being Star Wars. Yep. Is when they f- say that Hux is the. Uh, oh, I, the spy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was, was really funny. funny. It was funny, man.
0: I, I cracked up. Yeah. I he, thought that was he, really funny.
1: It, it, he's actually um, because he was in Peter Rabbit. Yeah. Like, that dude is actually funny. Like he's he's a good actor. When he's being made fun, he, when he's making fun of himself. Yes. So it's right. So th- they finally got him in the right character space. Right,
0: and I think um, Allegiant General Pride. I think if I'm saying yeah, He was good, too. Station, he was awesome. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say see, before. Is, I love that. That was the link up. Yeah, like, they, I love that. And they gave some weight, finally, to this ruling class of yeah. the First Order. It's like, hey, guys. When they took Bulio's head and slapped it down on the table, I was like, oh, damn. Like th- yeah. This is what we've this been waiting for. This is how you're for. supposed to do it. This is how it should have been all along. How much of that, though,
1: is just because they were watching The Mandalorian? Maybe. I know. They, I'm just saying, there's, there's yeah. a few things where it's like they brought it back and they're like, okay, we're going to put this in because we know people are liking it because they're watching The Mandalorian.
0: Yes. I don't know, man. You got to wonder. So, again, going back to – like, Did JJ consult with Jon Favreau? Here's what's funny about my analogy from earlier. is really coming full circle and I wasn't expecting this. Jon Favreau is actually a chef. Who made a movie called Chef. Hey now. And has a show called The Chef Show. Or yes, something, he does. right? He's not afraid to cook without MSG, Jeff. Nope. Not and afraid. this is to me, this is the difference between I wrote something in the notes for last time mm. that now I feel in my opinion mm-hmm. again, this is my here opinion. Oh, here we go. You know what, Jeff? I Disclaimer. guarantee you ninety percent of the Moof milkers love the movie mm-hmm. and I'm really happy about that. Yeah. Like
1: I said, I don't Hey, like I said, I think everyone was happy on some level. Yeah. But I also think across the board. I don't think anybody walked into this movie with high expectations.
0: Right. I, don't, I don't think so either. Um, I wrote about Reylo. Ooh. And I said this. I'm fairly excited, mm-hmm. though I worry that J.J. will take what Ryan Johnson did in a fairly understated fashion in The Last Jedi mm-hmm. and beat us over the head with it. Mm. Which I kind of feel like he did in a way. A little bit. Like, and this is the difference between The Rise of Skywalker and The Mandalorian. The Rise of Skywalker, you have a thousand Star Destroyers all with Death Star tech. When you only really needed five. Do you need it? Two people complained to me about Mm. this today, Jeff. Okay. We're like, so all the ships blow up? Just because, and like, that's what you don't need to do, JJ. Lay off the (laughs) MSG. It already tastes good. You don't need it, man. Just, you know.
1: It's funny because I have a healthy dose of MSG over the week.
0: Yeah. This week. And how does it make you feel?
1: It it gives you that feeling like,
0: "Eh." (laughs) it's good. I like it.
1: (laughs) But afterwards, you're like, yeah. oh, I'm feeling a little queasy.
0: Right. It does not have a, a – like the lasting effect yeah. is not very good. Right. And I, I think The Mandalorian it's got a bitter
1: aftertaste. The
0: Mandalorian might be so stripped down almost to a fault at times. Mm-hmm. But see, for me – and again, this but is then where – But brought it all home in the This is where finale. it's all subjective, man. Because yeah, yeah. like to me, like I love that. That's yeah. what I want. They're both. But some, sometimes you just want something smothered in cheese, and I get that too, you know? and that's okay oh, too. dude, I can't wait to talk about The Mandalorian. Dude, The Mandalorian. Like you, just need, you have one TIE fighter, and that scene was so good, but we won't talk about that now. <laughs> Jeff, uh, we only have a little bit of time left. Let's go through some past predictions. Okay. We said the rise of Skywalker will make $2 billion or more. We Did both it. agreed on this. So the trajectory it's on now is much closer to The Last Jedi. So it was a little behind The Last Jedi. Okay. And now apparently it's catching up a little bit. Yep. But it's all about like how – like does it have legs? Keep in mind I'm seeing it for a third time. So, Jeff, you alone <laughs> may <laughs> – I'm bringing it <laughs> you home. You may push it past the $2 billion. <laughs> No, I think it's going to come well short of $2 billion. Now, I don't okay. think that's a, a big deal. Okay. The question is if it makes as much as The Last Jedi, does Disney consider it a failure? Hmm. Or if, if it makes less than if The Last less. Jedi – then I think it will. Like, they'll consider it a failure. Here's my hope, Jeff. Again, I want every Star Wars man to love the movie, and I want it to fail financially. Is that Mm. crazy? Because I, I don't want Disney taking the message that, yeah, we can rush these things out Yeah, and it's fine. They need some type of response. You're right. I want them to look at what Jon Favreau is doing too, yeah. you know. But anyway, um, so I don't think it's going to make $2 billion, so I think we'll be wrong about that. Phasma returns to die again. We agreed on that. You said it would be comedic when she did. I agreed with you. Apparently that happened off screen. That was wrong. <laughs> yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> so if you didn't think her dying in The Last Jedi was funny enough, then. Too bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jeff, you said mm. Luke would annoy the heck out of Kylo. Didn't really happen. Yeah, nothing like I'm it. I'm sorry, man. man. Wow. Uh, I, here's one I was wrong about. I said R2 DNR.
1: <laughs> Thank goodness you were wrong about that. I was that.
0: wrong about that. R2 did not die. Not only did not only
1: did R2 not die, mm-hmm. but he in a, in a way he resurrected C3PO.
0: Right now, Jeff, wouldn't you think though, like R2's personality, he would totally have a do not resuscitate. Like that dude's just is like, let me go, <laughs> dude. R2 is like the embodiment of. Um, you ever watch Frasier? Yeah, yeah. The dad. Okay. like that's, that's what he's our too. He knows everything. but John Mahoney is like... his name, by the way. Ooh, you knew that? He passed away a little while ago. That John oh, Mahoney. Yeah, yeah. Good thing we know another one. Hey, now. Um, the Knights of Ren, faux show. That was me saying they'd be in the movie. Yeah. That this goes back they a were? ways. We predicted it way early on. Um, JJ will try to redeem Kylo, and we will cry low foul. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't yes. know how I feel about that yet. It did happen. It did happen. So I guess yeah. I guess that he became one with the Force. Jeff, you said there would be Sith. Hands down, you hands were down. correct. You yeah. were correct. Jeff, let's get to this last. Yeah, we, dude, we did There's didn't, so much more to say. We didn't
1: just have Sith. We yeah. got to see the home world of the Sith.
0: Yeah. Uh, news nugget, Jeff. Dip it or flip it. This is our concluding news nugget. Here we go. Bob Iger on the Star Wars show. I'm going to read you this full quote.
1: Flipping it. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> go ahead. Go Fine. Ahead.
0: I'll just skip to the uh, the more important part here. All right. He says, It feels like we're just starting to mind the full potential of what Star, wait, dude, how much does he sound like Palpatine? Of what Star Wars <laughs> is and what Star Wars can be. Brawa. This battle station Ooh, is fully Brawa. operational. Um, okay. And then he says, I think it took some time as Lucasfilm became part of Disney and we started thinking long term, not just about fulfilling the interest of fans short term, but long term, what could happen? And I get a sense that the future is far more vast than we expected it to be. And so there's just a lot that lies ahead.
1: All right. So here's the problem. Yeah. Disney, at the end of the day, is responsible to shareholders. Yes. Because of that, all they cared about was making their money back. Yep on the purchase and the dump truck of money that they gave to George Lucas yep. and they wanted to make that money back so quickly they did not care about story yeah now the question is now that that's done mm-hmm. because i'm i'm pretty sure we can say that George Lucas has been fully paid yeah. like i and that disney has made their money back it's, I you, think they've made their money When you factor back. in
0: all of the properties, Jeff, yeah. and Galaxy's Edge there's and all no that, way they more than, than mo- double. Okay. Because the movies alone have almost doubled it. Yeah. Right? So
1: then there's no way that they haven't made their money back yet. Right. So now, it, and this is what I've said since the beginning, let Star Wars Saga end. Now you start fresh. Yeah. Now it's like, let's go. I knew that we were going to expect some mediocre properties mm-hmm. from Disney. But now I'm putting them on notice. Yes. Yeah. From here on out, Disney, it needs yeah. to be good. This is like because a first-year coach, a riot, right, Jeff?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, we handed you a roster. It was not your roster. Now, your draft picks are coming to fruition. Right? We'll not your coaching you staff. Do. Yeah, exactly. But now you got your own people. Totally. Star Wars is fully,
1: fully Disney's now. So don't mess it up.
0: That's the future, baby. Jeff, I can't wait to speculate. Yeah on what the future is yeah. of the cinematic universe, which maybe we'll try to do next time hey, no. in our Mandalorian Season 1 post-game what? show. Jeff, I have one question for you. Okay. It's a Jeopardy question. Uh-oh. Oh, teeny. Here we go, baby. <laughs> means I'm going to get this wrong. I only have one this time. I'm sorry, Jeff. There's been a lot going on. All right. This rad rogue wears a racing helmet and a red jumpsuit and rescues Rey, Finn, and Poe. Po. Bliss. Oh, Jeff! What?! Oh, yes. I got it. Way to close the episode out,
1: Jeff. Man, hey, this is how we do. This is how we 100 do. One hundred, Brett. I can't believe it. We've been doing this. We've done this one hundred times. Jeff, I... I.
0: Wow. I know we're being very. Um, we are in the pantheon. We're being so un- of uncelebrational podcasts. about this, but I, I gotta say this is this is kind of anticlimactic. Listen, people, Jeff and I are going to celebrate offline. Oh, there we go. There <laughs> may be libations involved. Hey now, but we're so thankful. Two drink minimum. <laughs> that so many people are listening and so many more every week. So listeners, I
1: I want to give a shout out. I t- I talked to uh, Xavier. I talked to Andre. I talked to Chris. Andre. Hey, all you guys. Adam Mobley. The Pit Crew. Oh, pit crew. speaking of which, apparently the pit crew has disbanded. What? But they let us know. They will
0: continue to listen. Yes. Well, all they're doing is spreading, Jeff, because I talked to another member the of word. the pit crew yeah. who just started listening recently. Interesting. What up, Sheldon? All you, All you people. <laughs> Mike,
1: Jason, Josh. All you guys. All the, all the listeners, we thank you so much. True it's Dad. been an unbelievable journey, and we will
0: continue to do so. Well, Jeff, we're not just finishing off this episode. We're finishing off 100 episodes. Right, JJ?
1: This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars, and we will be talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk.